0: Welcome to day 221 of Shaped by the Word. I'm Paul, here with uh, David and uh, with Matt. Katie and Cindy are not joining us this week. Uh, we're reading through judgment pronouncements, and it's even more bitter that it's just us guys reading through it. So there's no tenderness at all in uh, this week you whatsoever. Uh, as we read through the story of prophets, it's very common for the prophets to do. You know, uh, turn to those nations around them and not only pronounce, you know, God's judgment and hope for Israel, but God's judgment and hope for the nations, you know, as well, uh, which helps us realize that, uh, you know, God is not just a, a God of a localized people, but he is a God of all the earth who's laid it on its foundation and, and will call everyone into account. And, of course, that's what Paul is saying in the, in the beautiful Christ hymn. Therefore, God exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow and every tongue confess. And so we know him either as our, as our judge or as our rescuer, the one who rescues us from judgment. So we continue to read these judgment pronouncements, and uh, they're hard to read at times, but still in them, uh, we're reminded of the reflections of grace that we have in Christ Jesus. Uh, so before we read, as always, we offer ourselves in this moment to the Lord, knowing he's given us tremendous gift through his words. These are the words that Paul said to Timothy can make you wise for salvation in Christ Jesus. Uh, they help us see ourselves and our idolatries, and they help us see you know, the grace we find in, in Christ Jesus. So before we read, Matt, could you lift us up in prayer? Yeah,
1: let's pray. Father, we do thank you for your word. We thank you for the... The full counsel of your word from the um, the passages that we often go to to find comfort and strength to the passages that um, are harder to read and remind us of the grace that we need in Christ Jesus, of the judgment that ought to land on us, um, but it's landed on him. And so as we read your word, um, would you help us to behold you, to see you and all of your beauty and your character, and uh, Father, to respond in deep worship. We love you. It's in Christ, and we pray.
0: Amen. Jeremiah chapter 49. Concerning the Ammonites, this is what the Lord says Has Israel no sons? Has Israel no heir? Why then has Molech taken possession of Gad? Why do his people live in its towns? But the days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will sound the battle cry against Rabbah of the Ammonites. It will become a mound of ruins, and its surrounding villages will be set on fire. Then Israel will drive out those who drove her out, says the Lord. Well, Heshbon, for I is destroyed. Cry out, you inhabitants of Rabbah. Put on sackcloth and mourn. Rush here and there inside the walls, for Molech will go into exile, together with his priests and his officials. Why do you boast of your valleys? Because your valley's so fruitful. Unfaithful daughter Amnon, you trust in your riches and say, uh, who will attack me? I'll bring terror on you from all those around you, declares the Lord, the Lord Almighty. Every one of you will be driven away, and no one will gather the fugitives. Yet afterward, I will restore the the fortunes of the Ammonites, declares the Lord. Concerning Edom, this is what the Lord Almighty says Is there no longer wisdom in Teman? Has counsel perished from the prudent? Has their wisdom decayed? Turn and flee. "'Hide in deep caves, you who live in the down, "'for I'll bring disaster on Esau at the time when I punish him. Uh, "'If grape pickers come to you, would they not leave a few grapes? "'If thieves came during the night, would they not steal only as much as they wanted? "'But I'll strip Esau bare. "'I'll uncover his hiding places so that he cannot conceal himself. "'His armed men are destroyed, also his allies and neighbors, "'so there is no one to say, "'Leave your fatherless children, I will keep them alive. "'Your widows too can depend on me.' This is what the Lord says. If those who do not deserve to drink the cup must drink it, why should you go unpunished? You will not go unpunished, but must drink it. I swear by myself, declares the Lord, that Basra will become a ruin and a curse, an object of horror and reproach, and all of its towns will be in ruins forever. I've heard a message from the Lord. An envoy was sent to the nations to say, Assemble yourselves to attack it. Rise up for battle. Now I'll make you small among the nations despised by mankind. The terror you inspire and the pride of your hearts I uh, have deceived you. You who live on the clefts of the rock, you occupy the heights of the hill. Though you build your nest as high as the eagles, from there I'll bring you down, declare the Lord. Eden will become an object of horror. All who pass by will be appalled and will scoff because of all of its wounds. As Sodom and Gomorrah were overthrown, along with their neighboring towns, says the Lord. So uh, no one lives there. No people will dwell in it like a lion coming from Jordan's thickets uh, to rich pasture land. I'll chase Edom from its land to an inst- in an instant. Who is the chosen one? I will appoint for this who is like me, who can challenge me, and what shepherd can stand against me. Therefore hear what the Lord has planned against Edom, what he has purposed against those who live in Teman. The young of the flock will be dragged away their pastor will be appalled at, the, uh, at the, their pasture will be appalled at their fate. At the sound of their fall the earth will tremble, their cry will resound to the Red Sea. Look an eagle will soar and swoop down, spreading its wings over Basra, and that day the hearts of Edom's warriors will be like the heart of a woman in labor. And of course we're reading two judgments here, one against Edom and one against Amnon. Amnon ends in help. Edom ends in in complete devastation and, and in complete judgment
2: and you even see there just there's no way to get away from this um in verse 16 there's that i just like that visual though you build your nest as high as the eagles from there i'll bring you down declares the lord like you think you can just get as high as you want away from everything going on but even that you it's, it's inevitable that the lord will do what he's going to do you can't get away from it or hide or get so far up in the sky that you're out get higher than god or something like that you know
0: yeah, just, well, well that of course yeah. is a characteristic of you know the land uh, you know the edom uh, uh resided in you know they had the high hills and the narrow passes and it was almost impossible you know for an army you know to invade them but even though they were few in number they could hold off you know big big troops just because of the inaccessibility of her our cities and our fortresses and of course the same was true of jerusalem jerusalem was in a kind of a impenetrable mountain you know fortress which uh nebuchadnezzar struck down and he would also you know take them down and we've seen several times in this uh you know in in these judgment pronounces the shadow of this eagle that is you know sweeping over and will swoop down and so you have you know kind of these images you know, uh, you know if, if you're up if you're a small sheep you know, these eagles could carry them off and then, of course, you see the lion in the thicket. One time described as Nebuchadnezzar, mm-hmm. and another time, you know, described as God Himself. And uh, you know, he comes out of the thicket and lays plunder to the flock. Mm-hmm. And the image here, of course, uh, you know, the one that's so powerful. You know, here when we come to Edom, it said, uh, even the very best grape pickers, there'll be a few <laughs> grapes left, mm-hmm. and even the you know the most uh, proficient of thieves will leave you with mm-hmm. a few possessions. But when I'm done with you, you'll have nothing.
1: Yeah. I find it curious too with that eagle image of, you know, when we, when God rescues Israel, uh, Israel out of Egypt, he says, I brought you out on eagle's right. wings, you know, so it's that same eagle that, that brings salvation <laughs> through judgment. You know, judgment landed on Egypt, but salvation for Israel. And, and yet wow. we don't necessarily see restoration here yet. We see the eagle saying, I'm coming down to judge. No. And, um, I mean, it's a, it's a powerful image, but it, it does, you know, remind us and, and we saw yesterday that, there is a restoration that is coming, but right now we're in the, the midst of judgment. And and even that, uh, you know, to Ammon, um, the judgment, I, I think it's interesting you know, that the people identify so closely with their God. You talked about we become what we worship. You know, we become like the idols that we worship that, um, you know, he can say that I'm going to, to take Moloch away. You know, that the very God that you are so associated with, when you go into exile, he's in exile with you. That God is, is sovereign over the gods of the other nations. You know, there is no other. they are little gods, you know, right. and things we worship. But. And,
0: and, and, of course, Molech is also, uh, you know, it's kind of an interesting name. It, it, it's probably a, a, a playful name, you know, for the god Baal. Uh, Melech is king. And then uh, added on top of the vowels or the vowel markings for the word shame, and, and so this is God's pronouncement on on Baal. He's a king of shame, but also uh, Molech or this your particular brand of Baal worship was another, along with Chemos that called for you know child sacrifice, mm-hmm. and and in both instances, you know Israel adopted you know these gods and gave up their children for fortune. You know that god freely gave them mm-hmm. by making them his children yeah. and it's a horrible picture
1: yeah and he asked that question why then is Moloch taken possession of gad why has mm-hmm. this god taken possession of the very land that i've given you right you
0: know, and-, and gad and asher of course you know were the first two tribes to uh, to have a portion in the holy land and there's on the other side of the jordan river and uh so uh made them you a know, very vulnerable and as soon as nebuchadnezzar swept through and wiped out that country uh then they came in behind and took possession you know of, of the land and so he's, he's punishing them for taking advantage of israel you know when they're down
2: i think this is another good reminder as well you know we saw it last yesterday and we see it again today that you know restoration that, that the true restoration that we're all kind of longing for it, the lord says you know i will restore and you know often we can look to politics or, or other things to kind of well this is going to be what's going to fix the problem that we all kind of seem to be experiencing and yet the scriptures remind us again and again that this restoration is something that comes from the lord and his grace to, to towards people and just a good reminder from my heart
0: and in that day her warriors will be like a, a woman in labor and it's have been over in pain they're helpless you know to, helpless to move these are, these are, you know, again, we talk about the, the vividness of these images, but these are, uh, this, is temp- this is the temporal judgment of God, which is, you know, a type of, you know, we often talk about the pictures we see of Christ, you know, being, you know, pictures, you know, that in Christ will be a far greater realization of this. Unfortunately, the same thing is true with uh, the types that we have of judgment, that there is a far greater judgment for those who have rejected uh, the grace that God offers them you know, in the Lord Jesus, in the Lord Jesus Christ. And, of course, we hear the echo you know, of Jesus in John 3. You know, the Son of Man didn't come to condemn the world, but that the world uh, through him might be saved. Anyone who does not believe in him is condemned already. This is this is how we find ourselves. And, again, I think we've referred you know, back to Ephesians 2 on a couple of different occasions you know, this week. Uh, we're either objects of God's wrath, because of our sin our objects uh, of god's grace because of our confidence in the finished work uh, of christ and and of course what a what an appeal uh, not to stand before god based on your own pride insolence and arrogance but to trust in uh, the grace he provides Mm -hmm. father thank you uh, for thank you for your word Judgment is hard to think about. It's hard to read about. Uh, but we thank you that you you have uh, rescued us from the coming wrath, uh, that you have, you know, through Christ Jesus, provided a way and an invitation to all mankind you know, to turn to you and be saved. And, Father, we, uh, we hear the voice of lament even coming from your heart, coming from those around you as is, is judgment is, is impending. And, and we hear the voice of grace, Uh, As Jesus says, come to me, all you are weary and heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Thank you.
2: Amen.